Get ready. Woo! We are on tour, and we're doing it better than anybody else alive. This is the Cutline Podcast with your host, Michael Cavalunis. The 2020 Tour Championship wraps up this PGA Tour season, and the cut line is here to break it all down. Sunday is fun when your lineups are in the green, and the cut line got you there. Got me there. Got Tommy Football's there. Yet nothing was as important as you, the listener. We appreciate all the time that you have given the cut line, and we're looking forward to our show growing even more massively bigger and important in the global landscape of this wonderful game called golf and our listener listenership our ability to dissect the pga event all things that we greatly appreciate so thank you canada thank you australia thank you usa thank you uk south africa ireland germany sweden spain new zealand thank you so much indiana love you buffalo choice bottles yeah baby Minnesota, you're okay, but we'll thank you as well. Yay, some of our listeners have been uh, been with us since the beginning, and we are grateful that you've spent your precious time with us. You guys are the real winners here. Much appreciation. Thank you again. But if you're new to the show... Hey, coach, listen to this. English Bulldog, one testicle, $500. Wow, for that kind of money, you think you'd get two testicles. Don't you think? Where the hell have you been? And of course, if you're a, res- a returning listener... Oh, this is the worst looking hat I ever saw. Oh, it looks good on you, though. Ah, uh, thank you. And now, a quick word from our sponsor. For over 100 years, we've been scrunching and folding toilet paper. Finally, there's a better way. Comfort Wipe, the sanitary paper extension arm and holder. The first improvement to toilet paper as we know it since the 1880s. It extends your reach a full 18 inches while it follows the contours of your body and comfortably cleans. It's as easy to use as a shower brush. Just pop on the toilet tissue and when through, just press the release button and the tissue drops right into the toilet. Think about it, toilet paper is really archaic and disgusting. The Comfort Wipe is a modern solution. That's right. Never touch another dirty toilet tissue. Being a big guy certainly has its advantages and its disadvantages. This is a great product. It's embarrassing to have someone help you with your personal matters. The Comfort Wipe allows you to maintain your dignity while you maintain your personal hygiene. Comfort Wipe, the sanitary paper extension arm and holder. The first improvement to toilet paper as we know it since the 1880s. It extends your reach a full 18 inches while it follows the contours of your body and comfortably cleans. So if you or someone you love suffers from the loss of range of motion, or if you're someone who just doesn't want to touch dirty toilet paper, don't be embarrassed, just get a Comfort Wipe. Order now and we'll send you the Comfort Wipe for just $19.99. Welcome to the cut line. I'm Michael Kevin Lunas at Lunas on Twitter. The Tour Championship signals the end of the PGA Tour season and the oncoming onslaught that is the NFL football season. Go Bears. 
Of course, if you need PGA advice, free advice, free data, free tools, free everything, make sure you go check out CutlineGolf.com where you can find all my write-ups, Core 4, Course Report, and all you need in the tournament model. It's all free. Download your own tournament model right now. Your own model where you can manipulate, weight, all certain statistical categories that I use to make my best lineups week in, week out. It's all free, man. CutlineGolf.com. Make sure you check it out. Now, the Cutline is here to bring you in-depth DraftKings analysis of the Tour Championship at Eastlake. And we're going to jump right into it. We're going to do the best we can. Nice beaver. Thank you. I just had it stuffed. Let me help you with that. To make sure that you're cashing big on Sunday, we'll be sure to bring in timely wax, greenside, sun chops, and a putt that might drop in through the back door. We'll be sure to make sure that you are, it's a lot of sures, making smashing lineups, cashing lineups, lineups that are taking names, and getting six of six golfers through the cut line. But there's no cut line, so you're going to get six of six golfers through this week. Woo! Party time. All right, so let's jump into it. Tour championship, limited player pool. What are we looking at? We're at East Lake Golf uh, East Lake Country Club, Atlanta, Georgia, par 70, over 7,300 yards. You know what? In 2019, it was about 14th out of 49th in terms of course difficulty. It's going to hover around there. It's not going to be super difficult. There is going to be scoring opportunities, but there is also going to be the opportunity for people to have penalties. You got four par threes, 12 par fours, and two par fives. So don't count heavily those par five scoring. We got Bermuda grass greens, about 6,300 square feet in the average green size, six water hazards, and 74 bunkers on this Donald Ross design. Key stats what I'm looking at, strokes gain to the green, ball striking, approach, birdies are better gain, greens and regulation, fairways gain. I like driving distance here, but I'm not going to weight it heavily. And of course, looking at those Bermuda putters. But the question we need to ask ourselves is, it's Thursday night. What are you going to be doing? You don't know where ownership is. Easiest way to fix that is go to Fanshare Sports and FanshareSports.com for all the best ownership in PGA DFS. We do NFL too. So, very easy fix. Go to, uh, cut line, go to, <laughs> go to FanshareSports.com. Type in the word cutline and you'll receive 20% off your monthly membership. Remember, ownership is not a leverage to be belittled. And now, a really good question is, who... Are we going to be playing this weekend? He's two putts from victory. Only needs one. Ooh, got a member's bounce there, boys. That's birdie all day long. So this is the Cut Lines Birdie or Better segment where we take each tier of golfer and we usually break it down from top tier to bottom tier, but we're not going to do it that way this week. Guess what? It's a limited player pool. What's the point? We know that all these guys are good. Who are we going to play? Who are we going to fade? So instead, we're doing this show a little bit differently, a tad different, because that's what the cut line does. We try to give you a new perspective on trying to dominate a slate. So we're going to look at angles on this tournament specifically that are going to help you with your lineup construction. Okay, a common build practice that people are going to utilize this week in my opinion, is the idea of Bermuda putters. Now, here's the thing. When you look at putting in this field, yes, 
there are some bad Bermuda putters. Hideki Matsuyama comes straight to, to mind with that, right? He's going to be arguably the worst Bermuda putter in terms of the, the strokes that I'm utilizing here this week. And he has still had a lot of success here. So for you to say that just because they are not solid Bermuda putters, the limited field, people can get hot. I mean, think about it. Here at Eastlake, he's got a fourth place finish and a ninth place finish. And the ninth place finish is when we finally went to this new format of scoring for the Tour Championship. So format for Tour, tour Championship. All right. With FedEx points, certain golfers get an allocation of strokes based on their FedEx points. So when you look at that, that's why everyone is priced at the tier they are. Cantlay is minus 10. He's in the lead right now, starting without shooting a shot at minus 10. All right. So essentially what you're building, because your standings are counting, is one huge, large four-round showdown lineup. That's what we're looking at. So it's interesting because we do have limited amount of data here in terms of like who we should play so like for example the first time that this was done the leader the winner Roy McElroy was five strokes back he was five strokes back and ended up winning Dustin Johnson last year 10 strokes ahead ended up going wire to wire which allowed him to you know win the tour championship and get his first FedEx Cup so of course you're going to have these placements of guys that are going to be there. And I think it's going to really mess with people's heads. So I would say, be careful. Like, don't say that like people can't do well because you know, they're X behind. Well, anyone could get hot. That's the point. Anyone can, can get hot on any given four rounds. So you can't really discount anyone or discredit anyone. So we're going to look at particular narrative builds that you could do angles that you could attack and basically it's a good strong metric and way to get different in potentially ways that other players are not so the first thing i'm going to look at for this slate is win equity and what i mean here is not like their chance to win this tournament but the amount of wins they have on pga tour when we look at that when we look at the guys who are most dominant Guys that come to mind are Dustin Johnson, Roy McIlroy, and Justin Thomas. And yes, you can get them in the same lineup. You can get them in the same lineup, no problem, because you got guys down here in the 5K, and you can build that type of Stars and Scrubs lineup. Okay, but then you're looking at guys at 7,800 like Brooks Kepka, who's won eight times on tour. Stuart Sink at 5,200, who's won eight times on tour. DeChambeau, who I don't love here because the course just isn't a fit. Eight times on tour. Matsuyama, six times. Billy Horschel, $5,100 has won six times on tour. You can roster these guys. Billy Horschel's only 34. You're not rostering some old, washed-up golfer. Dustin Johnson, at 37 years old, is still an elite play. Roy McIlroy, 32. Justin Thomas, 28, in his prime. Spieth, in his prime. I mean, the, the two oldest guys that are here... Sergio Garcia and Stuart Sink, and they've won a lot on tour as well compared to the field. So a lot of guys, you know, in this week particularly, you, all these guys have won on tour with the exception of Stuart, Scotty Scheffler. Like, 
Are you going to roster EVR? He's been on a hot streak these last two tournaments. That's high risk to me. I see regression coming. Corey Connors, one-time winner. Sung J.M. A lot of people are talking him up. It's like, it's like a potential potential like upside winner, and I get that. There is upside there, especially at 7300 But in that pricing tier, you got Kepka, Louis, and then you go down to Scheffler, Kokrak, and Matsuyama. It's easy to get different here. That's my point. And that's what I'm looking at here. So we're going to start with that win equity in terms of like what they've done in their history of tour. And interesting how it plays out. So you like half of this field, Kevin Na included, have at least five wins or more. All right. So Na, Morikawa, Cantlay, Horschel, Matsuyama, Rahm, Stuart Sink, Kepka, DeChambeau, Garcia, Spieth, Thomas, McElroy, and Dustin Johnson. I think that's most definitely a way to play. Right, that is a way to engage this slate. So, and that is one way to get different. The next thing to do is look at ownership. All right, so if we look at our least owned plays, someone like Stuart Sink, a lot of people aren't going to play him. They don't trust him to do well. Here, Jordan Spieth, Kevin Na, Morikawa. I'm surprised is so low initially in terms of ownership run through, and. That's that that's saying a lot after last year he got a he's got a sixth place finish. Right? And we're looking for that kind of points. Kevin Na never played well here, but because of that, he's gonna have reduced ownership. Billy Horschel, second in 2018, last place last year. Would love some retribution. Of course, Stuart Sink hasn't played here in the last five years, so people are gonna fade the min price Stuart Sink because they just have not enough data to back him up. But that's where you get different in terms of ownership. Of course, your maximum ownership here is going to Daniel Berger. It makes the most sense. He's 5,800, tons of upside, good putter on, on Bermuda's surfaces. So, you know, we're looking at that. Roy McElroy going to be popular at 9,300. We saw him play so well at the BMW. He's rolling into form. Xander Shoffley, every time he's played here, he's finished in the top 10. I get it, limited field. I understand that, but still. He also won here in 2017, second-place finish for back-to-back years. He's not going to go unnoticed this year. Justin Thomas, same deal. Top 10 finishes. Loves this course. Dustin Johnson plays awesome or burns you. First place, third place, sixth place, but also in between those, 29th and 17th. So don't tell me that DJ doesn't get to have his problems. Louie. Issue with Louie. One major win. That's his only win on tour. So it's hard for me to trust Louie here. Louis. Louis. In this position. And of course Brooks Kepka. I like Brooks. He's going to end up in my core four. Especially at $7,800. He, he, he just is. I think a lot of people are going to go Hovland. Which is fine. But I'm going to go down to Brooks. And save the $200 there. So looking at particular models. We're going to go to my overall stat model. Which you guys have uh, access to. On CutlineGolf.com. The overall stat model. Which is really waiting long term form the most. We're looking at guys like Abraham Answer. Connors, Morikawa, Justin Thomas, Brooks Kepka, Roy McElroy, and DeChambeau. That rounds out your top seven. They could easily build a lineup with that, that core seven and mix and match pieces and plays there. The salary of, is available. So be conscientious of that. Guys at the bottom are like Kevin Nas, Sam Burns, Cam Smith. EVR, Harris English, Tony Finau. But it's hard to look at this overall stat rank and just say, okay, this is the only one I need. This is the only one I should look at. Because if you go to the aggregate model, which takes the average of all my stat models, and number one is is John Rahm. 
who is number 10 in my overall stat model. So you're looking at Rom, Morikawa, McElroy, Hovland, Justin Thomas, Kepka. Go to the conference ranking, and Rory drops down to 15th. He's not even in the top 10 in the conference ranking, which takes the Vegas and ownership and differentiates everything. Your top 10 rounds out with answer, Kepka, Thomas, Corey Connors. But there's names that we keep seeing there. Brooks Kepka, Justin Thomas, Morikawa, John Rahm. These are the guys I'm going to target. The guys that keep showing up in the top 10 of my models. The guys that have the ability to potentially dominate this course. I do have to mention this, and you get this at Fanshare Sports, and it, it is awesome. Last week, Lee Aldrich and his course suitability metric, the only place you get it is at Fanshare. I don't share it on CutlineGolf.com. I, I, I don't want to. It's such an elite numbers projection. And I think if Fanshare alone provided Lee's course suitability metric, it's money. Cantley was number two for him last week. Number two. I had him at number 12. I had him at number 12, but he was at number two for Lee Aldrich. Shout out to Lee. I got some money off that. Picked him to win. You don't fade Lee Aldrich's. Number one in Lee's model, Kepka. I keep going back there, man. DJ's number two. Daniel Berger's number three. Sink is number four. JT and Scheffler round out the top six. You can build a lineup there that leaves tons of money on the table. It gives you tons of win equity. The lowest in terms of Vegas that we're looking at for that would probably be Stewart Sink. So that is insane to me that this is just like kind of missing here for these guys. That I think people are going to go top down, start top down, start with their favorite guys at the top and kind of mix and match and fill in that bottom. And they're going to build some similar duplicate lineups that are just not going to have the same success that these other lineups will. And it's kind of key. Of course, you know, with your win percentage, your win equity, especially where everyone is starting, you know, can't lay at the top. Then you got Rom. Then you're going to have DeChambeau. And, and it's going to go on and on to Fino, Thomas, Dustin Johnson. Like, there's opportunity for them to get strokes gained. I, I don't love Cantley here. And I think a lot of people feel that same way. So what you're looking at here is that there there's going to be an issue with who you start like where where do we go here i i mean rory started as the 5th seed right and he won 2 years ago so if we're looking at that that's justin thomas he's 500 he's starting 5 back the 6 through 10, you know, they're 400. So that's DJ, Spieth, Cam Smith, Abraham, Answer. I still like them to, to compete. Three under our seats, 11 through 15. This is where we get to, like, McElroy, Shoffley, English, Burns, Morikawa. So so they're already seven strokes behind, right? And, and, the, and the, the the bottom seeds, they're at even par. They're, start, they're starting just behind the wall. So Sergio, Sink, Horschel, and EVR. But it's not to say that, that those seeds that are in 6 through 10 – stay at four under like they play par golf and let's say billy horschel goes ape shit he could end up in you know that top tier of golfers at the six seven eight under and by the end of sunday be competing and we've seen golfers here that win are you know anywhere from 11 to 15 under par like that is the difficulty of east lake um even dustin johnson who started off with a 10 stroke lead last year you know he did not 
dominate. Like where he was going so low, like he's 20 under, 25 under, not like what we saw at the at the PGA Championship. Like we look at the Tour Championship and we look at just last year alone and, and Dustin, Dustin Johnson started 10 under and he finished at 21 under, right? Thanks to that 10 under start. But he ended up going that weekend 11 under. So it, it's kind of interesting to see like where you need to score in terms of how you how you start. So he ended up going 21 under. Xander, who started 3 under, ended up going 15 under to get to second place. JT went 11 under, who started at minus 7. So we, we see how these golfers start and where they start. Like Rory was 3 under. And he went minus eight and he finished tied for eighth. So like you look at the weekend and, and where guys start, Billy Horshaw finished in last. Kemp Smith finished, you know, and tied for 24th. DeShambo started at minus four, ended up going plus. Hovland was at even par, ended up finished minus four. Answer minus one, finished minus four. Finau started minus two, finished minus four. And this is all last year. So there's ups and downs and swings here at East Lake that that these golfers are gonna are gonna run into. So while golfers are starting with this advantage, you know, your your winner, your real winners are going to shoot minus 15, minus 14, 13, 12, 11. And that's who the guys you need to see and anticipate that are going to start and finish that way. Um, and I think it's a good idea to kind of disregard their starting position. If you think a guy on the weekend can go minus 11, minus 12, and let's say that it is Billy Horschel, well, that's a pretty solid finish because none of these guys are going to are going to correlate based on their starting position they're going to drop they're going to fall they're going to rise like look at xander starting at minus three finishing in second place that's huge right he gains so many strokes on the second seed to finish in second so you've got to be conscientious of that so guys like matsuyama guys like scheffler sungjae kepka Havlin, Morikawa, that group is what you're looking at here to take advantage of this field. All right. So that basically sums up how I'm looking at this field, what I'm going to try to attempt to do this week, how I'm going to try to get different. I could give you a bunch of like strokes gain data and things that we're looking at recently, but 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 the fact is like you just look at, at the last like 50 rounds and John Rahm is just there. If you're just going to look at last at last weekend, you know, I'm not sure. I'm not sure that I want to just base all my plays this week on recent form. Like, it's just not something that I'm interested in, in doing. So, if you do, uh, do focus on last weekend, which is the strategy, don't get me wrong, you could look at you know how people did in that in that fourth round the BMW, but in terms of strokes gained total, Finau played awesome on that last day. No, he didn't. Played terrible. Just kidding. HV three, Deshambo, Cantley, they all played well. Corey Connors played awesome on that last fourth round. Dustin Johnson played really well. Okay, Kokrak actually played really well in that final round. So, like, these are guys Victor Hovland did, Justin Thomas did, 
and these are guys who are, who were trying to be viable contention, you know, come the end of Sunday. So awesome options here that played well on Sunday that you can roster. There's ways to get different. Just be aware that with such a limited field showdown type scoring, don't go crazy or go crazy. Do what you want to do. You know, whatever the case may be. All right. Let's go. Let's take it home. Oh, you men are all alike. Seven or eight quick ones and you're off with the boys to boast and brag. You better keep your mouth shut. Oh, I think I love him. That's it. It's over. It's all over. Join us next PGA Tour season as we start with the fall swing right around the corner. Thank you so much for enjoying the 2021 PGA Tour season. Thank you, Indiana. Thank you for you, the listeners. Thank you, Fanshare Sports. All right, Sunday's yours. Go get them. Have fun. Win some green. Cash it. See you down the road. Peace. Peace.